Welcome to Honesty Talks with Ira, where honesty meets tea talks. This is the podcast made to disrupt the conversation on what it truly means to fully and deeply trust yourself, uncover and live your purpose, and have a thriving and loving relationship with yourself as a multi-passionate in your 20s. Stay tuned if you want to know all the how-tos, the what's, the why's about life, intuition, money, mindset, creativity, magnetism, and self-love answered. Let's begin! Hello, hello, my amazing friends! Welcome back to Honesty Talks with Ira. And today, for the first episode... I want to talk to you about three reasons why it took me three years to finally launch this podcast and some story behind what happened when I went on a full existential crisis mode back in 2017 to 2018, around that time. So, let's start. (laughs) Three reasons why. Number one, I didn't feel enough. Honestly, if it all boils down to one reason and I could just leave one reason why I didn't do something, it's that. I didn't feel enough. I'm here being vulnerable and open about that. And I'm going to tell you that there will definitely be times that You're making the choice to just feel safe, to not be seen because you didn't feel enough because it's much more safe to stay where you are. It's much more easy. It's easier to be where you are already than go somewhere where it's uncertain. Which, let me tell you something about that too. Which is definitely normal. (laughs) And to be honest, I'm an introvert. So I don't really mind being quiet. Just being on the sides. Being a wallflower. I don't mind that at all. But as time goes by, honestly, I feel like life really pushes me to become... A leader of some sort and I can see that even when I was younger I was put into leadership spaces where even though I'm not ready for that yet it was just given to me by God's grace by the universe by the divine one is when I was a kid uh, after attending a couple of retreats with kids for Christ which is an organization back in the Philippines who introduces God, Christ, through retreats, through activities. And after years of attending that, they made me a leader. And then during high school, it's the same thing. It's either in other clubs or associations at school. And one is another, Youth for Christ. <laughs> thing so it's like a semi-grown-up version or teenage version of the kids for christ and then that was also a club 
back in my high school as well. So, I became a leader in that as well. And I can definitely say that I led them to getting to know who Christ was back then. Because back then, my school, my high school, and my grade school life was really rotated around Catholicism. And now that I've grown, I've come to understand that it doesn't just end there. Spirituality doesn't even end in the traditional things that people do and that I I know for myself I'm not stuck in Catholicism and I'm open to learning all the wonderful things that other religions has to offer and I know that at the root of it all it's all interconnected and it just has one message it's love it's love 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 always <laughs> and so as I go off tangent, let's go back to my number one reason. It's that I didn't feel enough to launch this podcast back in 2017-2018, around that time. I already had a microphone before. At that time, it's not that I don't have anything to say because... As you know, I was always the go-to person of my friends for advice, love advice, other advice, money advice, career advice, whatever it is. They asked me things. And yeah, I loved it as well. I loved, I just loved talking and talking with friends, to be honest. And so, even though I already know a lot of things, I didn't feel enough. It's because I didn't know that those feeling of not enoughness was connected to my traumas in childhood. And I know there's not much information currently around traumas. What are traumas? The kinds of traumas and all of that. How can you define something as something traumatic when you were a child and all of that but i'll go into that in a different episode so watch out for that (laughs) but that was it for me so the number two reason is i had to heal my own traumas i wasn't going through my emotions as well as i could right now so whenever i try to step out of my comfort zone I just become immobilized just freezes me so it's a response thing and procrastinating and so I just didn't do it and I can beat myself up for it and feel like oh it's been a long time and all of this and all of that but right now I'm just happy that I'm doing this I'm finally doing this so I finally ended beating myself up over the past i finally healed a lot more of my past healed my generational traumas as well it's not that it's a thing that you arrive to healing it's a continuous journey but as i say healed it's much better than the past two years honestly 
And I've grown a lot over the course of what? Six months or eight months? Because I dove deeper the past year, just 2020. So imagine the growth. And I also think that we have our own pace. And we shouldn't really beat ourselves up if we feel like we're being left behind. Because we're not. Honestly, we're not being left behind. And so, number three reason why it took me three years to finally launch this podcast is I had to grow into leadership. And this is something that even though I have always been a leader, (laughs) I couldn't lead myself, which is funny and ironic. But yes, I couldn't lead myself. I wasn't into that healthy masculine part of myself i was more into the toxic feminine side of me who just freezes out who just stops procrastinates doesn't follow up and so this is something that i am growing with especially since I'm also a consistency coach and you'll find your own consistency in a sense. Consistency is different for everyone. So you define your own consistency. If it's three times a week, then that's consistent for you. Then that's consistent for you. If it's daily, then it's daily. So yeah, but I get to choose my own type of hard things because going out of your comfort zone definitely is so hard to be honest (laughs) i will never lie about that it's so hard to get out of your comfort zone to try new things and just go for it and you hear all of this advice just go 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 keep going and you can do this but there's so much deep work under it and you also get overwhelmed at times at least i did and so overwhelm also drove me to go back into that not feeling safe mode to that procrastination and perfectionism loop and all of that but there's always a way and i can definitely say that Every day as I wake up, I work on myself. I make that choice to work on myself, to keep myself well-regulated emotionally, physically, in all other aspects of my life. And that's how I take care of me, which is very important. And that's why I also have this podcast, so that I can share you my daily practical tools and some activities that I just do on the daily because the easier it is to apply on your everyday and even if it's just one percent it grows it grows to you choosing to be more brave every day to go out of your comfort zone it grows to a hundred percent in the long term even though you make 
a step backwards one time, two time, three time, but as long as you keep going and you keep going consistently, you do something more often than not that is consistency. And so imagine how far you'll go. Let me tell you what happened back in 2018-2017 when I was still a chef. So I was working as a sous chef for my friend's restaurant and I got sick. Actually, even when I was still in culinary school, when I was doing my OJT, I was already feeling the numbness in my hands, on my arms, there's so much pain. And at that time, I didn't have a check, so it just went on because it heals fast at that time. But then I didn't pay attention to it, I just let it be there let it sit there so it didn't get the help that it should have gotten and i didn't ask for help when i should have asked for help that was a big lesson for me at that time but i don't regret it at all although i could have just asked for help right anyway (laughs) so yeah i was the sous chef and then i was also living in the same area where the restaurant is so most of my days were filled with waking up eating breakfast going to work or even sometimes breakfast at work and then filling up everything that's needed to be filled up in the kitchen preparing stuff cooking sauces going for lunch with the people there we just stayed in the compound of the restaurant and then yeah it's just a routine same thing daily and even though we have one and a half days of day off i still felt tired i feel like i'm not going anywhere basically <laughs> i'm actually not going anywhere i barely go out as well at that time because I was just so exhausted, to be honest. And beyond that, I was also emotionally and spiritually exhausted. I I didn't journal at that time. I wasn't doing the things that I really like to do. I wasn't painting. I wasn't. I wasn't getting out. I was barely even reading books, and I was just there. And then at the end of the day going to sleep yeah that's just what i do during during my free time it's just watching k-drama because there was nothing much to do and i miss it back home too so there was a part of it that was homesickness as well and i could definitely say that community is important and even though there was a community there i really just couldn't feel like I really belonged, even though I belong. I don't want to force it onto myself, if you know what I mean. And I respect what they have. I respect how they do their own things, but it's just not for me. So I feel disconnected with my own faith as well. And so 
I was just really exhausted at that time. All I can remember is I'm exhausted and I feel numb and I feel tired and my arms are aching, my back is aching always. And my mom <laughs> has already sent me to a couple of doctors back then. So there was an orthopedic doctor, there was a physical therapist, I had a couple of checkups with uh, our physician as well. And then even the pediatrician we had as a child, as children, I mean, my siblings and I have that one pediatrician that we still go to even though we were already grown-ups. So she basically became our family doctor. <laughs> but yeah even no matter what they gave me me, what medicine whatever else i just didn't get any better so my mom decided to bring me to a holistic wellness doctor so he's still a medical doctor he's actually licensed in the philippines as a medical doctor but he is also a preacher so there's part of it that is spiritual related and i agreed to go there with my mom so what happened in the consultation room was he just gave me exercises for my shoulder that i had to do daily but there's also a part of it that that he asked about my emotional state how was i doing there being all alone how was i feeling and then the next thing i know i was crying tears falling down rolling down so much i was bawling my eyes out in that consultation room and my mom was already asking me to quit but i was holding on because i promised to work for my friend for a year and I know I also had to keep my word and I don't like going back on my word as well so the doctor just asked me what do I want to do because even if my mom asked him that my mom actually asked him to tell me what should I do <laughs> and he just said well it's up to her <laughs> and which is true because it should always be up to me it shouldn't depend on anyone so before our consultation ended and before he gave me meds he told me something it's that self-care self-love and it's not selfish i'm gonna take a moment for that to sink in for you to process that as well self-care is self-love and it's not selfish and I really think that doctor Dr. Didoy Lobaton for telling me those words and I know he may have said those words so many times to other people as well but it left a great impression in me in my heart and for a long time I really held on to that reminder that before anything else, I really should take care of myself 
because how could I fully do something for other people if I feel empty, I feel beaten down, I feel tired. Imagine filling up other people's cups with an empty vessel. That's basically pouring out nothing. <laughs> Even though you have good intentions, you're filling up nothing. So that was the greatest lesson for me that year, 2018. And I went on to quit after that but i really did have a very uncomfortable conversation with my best friend in culinary school so <laughs> i'm also proud of myself for that for taking the next step even though i didn't know what i want to do for the long term i didn't even know that i'd do this at this time that i'd be a life and consistency coach so imagine I was just taking the next step after the next step whatever felt right at that time and look at where I am now I'm okay with where I am I'm happy but it took me so long as well to be okay with where I am to be okay that I'm not as successful as other people my age to be okay without comparing myself to others and i'm still working on that as well every day because let's be real it's it's so easy it's so easy to compare it's so easy to compare yourself to other people it's so easy to compare your life to other people's one percent of their life which is on social media right and even as a coach, I still succumb to that. I'm not perfect. I'm very much human at all. But I can definitely say that I can handle it much better right now than back then. <laughs> so, yay! And I also want that for you. But you must also want that for yourself. So during the time that I was working as a chef, I was already exploring the online world, shading, doing watercolor arts, painting, and all of that, calligraphy, name a class, and I might have taken it, name a workshop, and I might have taken it, and I met my fiancé <laughs> December 2018, <laughs> so yeah, life happened, and Time passed, I didn't launch my podcast. More time passed, and I still didn't do it. And so it was just the last year that I really dove deep into my trauma work, embodiment work, self-love, all the things I did. Gym 14's transformational coaching program. I did a one-on-one -on -one with my business coach, Millie. And I went through some trainings of Sammy Wunder about masculine and feminine energy. And I also got my certifications for consistency and life coaching. Right now, I'm in Mastin Kip's Live Your Purpose Bootcamp. 
even though I already know my mission for now, maybe that will change. Because your purpose can definitely change. And I can say that every day you're already living your purpose. Because that's really your purpose, to live, to exist. Exist beyond the box. Exist beyond the box of what society says your life should be. That's really what living is. Fully living. So, going off tangent, so sorry. (laughs) But I don't really regret what happened because I know that I had to learn my lessons during that time. And it accelerated, I could say, that it accelerated when I really decided to show up in these coaching programs to work on myself, to finally get things done, step out of my own fears, to finally hold myself accountable, to finally step out of my comfort zone safely, Know that you can really do that and that it's okay. And as we wrap up, I encourage you to do the same. To look back at all the things that went right for you. Not only during the past year, but also the previous years. Count all the small things. Count all those little things that contributed to whatever milestone you have reached. And it's just so ridiculous that we don't do that as often as we should because society is so keen on celebrating just the milestones. Getting a car, having a house, starting a family. But it's all on those other small things that built up on that. Whether it's those weekly savings, whether it's those small decisions that led you to that big milestone, or even the act of just deciding to start a business or a new venture or a new password project. You should celebrate that already. So I'm leaving you with that. And thank you so much for listening today. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to Honesty Talks with Ira. If you want to submit any questions, visit anchor.fm slash irasolomon. And if you love this episode, I would really appreciate it if you take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram or Facebook stories. And then tag me! We can talk about it on the DMs too. And if you want us to work deeper on embodying your purposeful, amazing, fully loving, magnetic, and multi-passionate self together, you can connect with me on Instagram at Solomon. Can't wait to hear from you. See you in the next episode. I love you.